to the Igris Kodesh, and we're up to letter 832, but um, in volume 4, 832. But I want to just mention this, what we talked about yesterday, uh, about the terrible tragedy that took place. And um, it's a little troublesome. I just want to say this, you know, that it's, it seems to me, and um, I don't mean any disrespect, but there is like a cynical... Um, misuse of the unfortunate tragedy that took place over there and people are trying to further their own agenda which means you know I've heard several different corners of coming people are saying why they deserve to 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 be killed and why they deserve to be murdered because some say because they're going up to again I don't want to I don't want to challenge these rabbis who am I to challenge those rabbis but I'm just saying it just seems to me that to go ahead and say that they figured out why God punished these people, that oh. is because they're going on the Temple Mount and because of the Zionists and because of this and that, that is not to say that everybody should make their own calculations and try to better themselves, but to go and justify and to sort of find reasoning, rationalization, why Hashem did this and why they deserve this. It's the same thing like with the Holocaust, trying to, to, to find ways. And that's, that, that is wrong. The Rebbe absolutely was vehemently against that kind of an approach of trying to justify Hashem. And it almost seems like you're going to hear already the chorus. Anytime there is a tragedy, a suffering, now they know exactly why. And from each camp, is going to tell you, oh, it's why, because their agenda, because it's their agenda that they have been promoting, and the people didn't listen to them, and that's why this is happening. They all know exactly why. Very, very, very strange. That's not the way of Chabad. It's not the way of our Rebbe. With the endless Avas Yisrael, we, we mourn the tragedy, and of course we don't give any uh, reasoning, because we don't know the reasoning, and we don't really understand the ways of Hashem, but what we got to do is we got to strengthen ourselves and become strong. And I got to say to you this, that I saw actually, locally, I saw that today there's two, at least two people that came to shul on their own, to Daven today, that weren't going to make it today, but because of this terrible tragedy that took place yesterday morning, that during the morning services, four holy souls were, were murdered. May Hashem avenge their blood. This prompted them, this gave them the initiative to come to shul, even though they weren't going to come to shul. So they still came to shul. And I see two of them. And I think that is the proper response. Yes. That is our response that needs to be, to strengthening ourselves and to uh, doing even more than before and not looking for reasons, you know, why this happened and tell them, you know, this is what, you know, this is why, this is why. So, in any event, that's, that's what it seems to me. And it just irks me when I see um, on some of the news people they're saying, everybody's coming up and they're telling you exactly why this happened to these innocent people while they were dominating. You know what you're saying? At some point... The, the government of Israel and the government of the Jordan have to address the problem with the Temple Mount. That's a, that's a whole other thing. But, but I think that when our president goes and makes an equation and starts talking about other things at the same time, I don't think that that's that moral equivalency. When you're saying they have to come up to some agreement and other things like that, but that's not 
now is not the time. Now is the time when the terrorists attacked and went into a house of worship and killed four innocent and oh, maimed. Now five. One of them is a Druze policeman. Policeman got killed. Yeah. yeah. yeah and and a, a Druze policeman. Yes. And uh, so, well, no. do they have? In, 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 I didn't ask any of this. When you go to the synagogues in Israel, do they have metal detectors. They have to go no. Through. Now they're they're going to start because one you know one would one wouldn't think. You would, they would go in there. But they had to. Yeah, one wouldn't they think did. that they would go there. They but did? Yeah, that's why one of the policemen was I was going to say, how'd they get there so fast? They must have been... Who, the, the police? They're all over there. You know, they came and they just passed by. They heard. Well, they and there was said, was going to a mall. you got to go through metal detectors and yeah. everything. But now it's becoming... Um, I mean, people thought that in the, the shawl is a safe place. You know, you can imagine. The same terrorists could enter any school, or maybe a school is hard. Maybe a school is hard to get into, and you know, so you have to. Well, they did in Newtown, Connecticut. Yeah. Everything is vulnerable. Yeah, but we don't have. Yeah, there's no. I mean, how much can you? Um, we need. We certainly need Hashem's help. We need to strengthen ourselves in all levels of Yiddishkeit, but not to utilize and not to not to. Validate. Um, you know, and at least not during the time when people are in such pain, when people are mourning. It's, it's no different than you know your friend, you know, who's suffering a loss or something. You say, oh yeah, you know, you deserve it for some reason. I know why yeah, you deserve. Right. It. That's so cruel. Yeah, and so you mean that's almost. So when 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 we hear our, our president or the news outlets. Uh, equating uh, what's going on, two Palestinians with four Israelis killed, you know, it's just, it gets you even more upset maybe than the act itself because it's, it just, you see how the anti-Semitism, how the distortion, how all these things works and how people's minds are manipulated to be able to uh, to get the other sides. And that's why in our campuses and every, all over the place it's like that, you know? Like his example is like yesterday, Kerry comes out and says an act of terrorism and about should say so. So Abbas doesn't speak in English, he speaks in Arabic, he has to be an interpreter. So he condemns it. But on the back end of it, he says, well, this would have not happened if they didn't try to if they didn't the try, If they tried with the mount. He threw that in the back end of it. So he had a, you know, if he just didn't make it a blanket thing. Saying but our president didn't do any better than that. No. He also said the same thing. Yeah. He said, he said, you know, these tensions, he, he, they're equating at the time. At the time of terror, they're equating these things, but whatever. But I'm sure that, you know, um, a time like this, it says, you have to be quiet and not say anything, because it's not, it's not time to justify Hashem or saying, you know, when there's tragedy strikes, we got to pray to Hashem not to allow for this to happen any ever again, and we have to do whatever we can on their natural ways, but certainly we strengthen ourselves in a general way, not without pointing fingers and saying because it happened to you because you're guilty of something, but it should, we should just point to the fact that we should strengthen generally Yiddishkeit and Torah and mitzvahs and other things, and uh, instead of finding reasons to why it happened. See, there's a difference between saying that you should strengthen yourself in certain areas than saying that you're justifying that, that you got punished for something. This is a whole big difference between the two. Okay, so let's do this letter. This is a letter um, dated on Yutas Kislev itself, which is the 19th day of Kislev, which is the festival of our redemption and uh, redemption of our souls in the year Tavshinidal, Brooklyn, New York. And this is a letter which the Rebbe is addressing to uh, an individual who is occupied in the community affairs 
His name was Yitzchak Arin Sheyichya. His last name was Golden. We already learned a letter about him in the earlier. And um, as I mentioned to you, I mean, he's a, uh, an elderly uh, chassid uh, that I knew. And, um, and he actually, I believe, wanted to pass away in 770. He didn't, you know, he was like... Uh, in the building, he didn't want to depart when, and, you know, I remember pretty uh, pretty clearly in my mind, I mean, it was many years ago, he was a short fellow with a, not a long, but a complete white beard, it's kind of short fellow, and um, so the Rebbe addresses him with uh, peace and blessing. And the Rebbe says, I have, uh, with great delight, I've read your letter in which you uh, told me, uh, which you notify me, that besides the students that learn in the Talmud Torah, uh, they have an additional 113 students that they teach in their homes, that they go to their homes to teach them. And that they opened up also a cheder, which is uh, perhaps just for, maybe just uh, uh, Yiddish or uh, maybe um, uh, for, for Hebrew, just Lamud HaKodesh. Um, Certainly, you will let me know a second time how the work develops, both quantity-wise and in quality. Uh, as you have requested, I read the list of the students together with their teachers when I was at the Tsiyon, at, at the OL of my father-in-law, Rene Kaporis Mishkove, today on Rosh Hashanah for Hasidus and the ways of Hasidus. And so this is the Rebbe writing after the Rebbe was at the Ohel at that day. And the Rebbe further references that a tzaddik who passes on, who is more in this world common, he's more found even more than his lifetime. So he certainly will give his blessing, that the priest will give his blessings for a chesimah v'chesimah to be written and sealed in this. So he says... Uh, that we can possibly say by uh, Hasidim and Mekushodim, those who are connected to the Rebbe, this is the gate through which all of one's Torah mitzvahs go through above. Because just like by a tzaddik, uh, his own Torah mitzvahs uh, when you're connected to the tzaddik, that, through that connection, that is where the Torah mitzvahs go up, through that, uh, and through that pathway, also all the physical uh, blessings that come down, and spiritual come down. <coughs> Similar to what it says in the Geras HaKodesh in chapter 7, that in an individual way, uh, each one each nefesh ruch neshama has a specific light <coughs> that we reference to there. And that way we can understand the connection in the end of the letter of my father-in-law, Reina Kaporosh on Yud Kislev, on the 10th of Kislev in Tovshin Yud, which is printed in Yutas Kislev Hayyir, that he begins by saying a good year in the study and the spreading out of Hasidus. And then immediately he writes, and you and all those who go together with you should all be blessed with all that you need 
physically and spiritually. So that be, would really mean that maybe he's talking about Yutus Kislev in particularly over here. That through Rosh Hashanah, through the Darke Hasidus, through this, uh, all the uh, the service and all the good things come through through this day. Um, not sure, I mean, it's similar like we would say Rosh Hashanah for the regular, which when all the all the blessings come through Rosh Hashanah, so maybe in the Hasidus uh, level, it would come through Yutis Kislev. I think that's what he's saying, I'm not quite clear. Uh, signing off with a blessing of a holiday and also uh, for Yutis Kislev. And certainly you also extend greetings to the whole group, <coughs> where they live, and... Um, so this is the Rebbe's letter. Again, uh, you see, uh, the Rebbe emphasizes here both quantity and quality. The Rebbe wanted numbers, and uh, a lot of numbers. Numbers meant to the Rebbe, you know, that you're doing. Uh, uh, and um, uh, quality, of course, you know, but he didn't want to give up any, anything on the, on the account of the other, but he wanted to be both quantity and quality, to accomplish in both areas.